So I say, I'm Sam, and I am your cousin, and we are doing this podcast called Living With Intentions. And so that's what we're doing right now. What does that mean? Today, I'm really excited to check in. So what's your number, Amy? Um, Well, Sam, um, mm, my number right now, I can't say I'm like soaring, but I have a feeling if if trends go as they usually do, I'll be close to a 10, if not there by the end of this episode. But my number right now, I would have to say is a solid eight. Mm. How about you? I'm writing, you know, I'm like, I'm there. I'm like fluttering at a 9.9 and like dabbling wow. a 10 every couple of seconds yeah because how uh <laughs> it's been a rough fucking couple three weeks I don't even know how long but it's been rough and uh the tens weren't they were there but they were there in brief and utter like seconds it was like a 10 and then it like drops back down because I was sick and it was like all different kinds of sickness so I felt that my mind and my body and my fucking soul had not been completely together in weeks and I've been trying like mentally I'm trying but you your brain can only so much and your fucking soul like leaves because it's like bitch you're sick like I ain't going to stay around for this. And your body's just trying to fucking do its thing. She's trying to get rid of it. So I've been struggling. And today, this morning, when I was driving, I like, yesterday I felt it because I listened to brass music. And Mm -hmm. I listened to some of that playlist. I fucking danced. You were shaking your atoms. (laughs) It was so great. And I felt it. And then today when I was driving over the 205 bridge and the sun was Classic. coming up, everything had felt like it came back together. And I totally yelled at the window. I don't know why no one like screams and hollers when they see that shit, but I did. Because, I because it frightens other drivers. I mean, like, if you're just yeah. zoned out and you're driving across the t- <laughs> the 205, minding your own goddamn business, you're in the zone, you're not really there, you're going to get to work, and you're going to not remember your drive. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> out of nowhere, there's someone hooting and hollering. Woo. I can't do it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like your voice might crack right now if you try it because your sickness. It I down am not, with the sickness. I, I changed it a week ago. I'm not sick. I'm healing. I was sick, but now it's just a it's the slow process. It's Jesus, because I don't want to go get antibiotics for sinus infection that I get every year that ends up 
giving me stomach problems due to the medication. So I am letting my body just do its thing. It's working. So hydration. I got into a leadership training program. I'm one of 21 students at Eastern who was selected for a, a leadership program that they've decided to call EG Lead. Like, come on, man. Can we not call people EGs? I understand that we are eagles. Like, that's our mascot. But I'm not down with the EG. It's hard to say. Oh, yeah. I was like, what is that? EG, EG Lead. Hmm. <laughs> it's very hard to enunciate. Um, but I get to, uh, yeah, go to some like one-on-one trainings or like mentor meetings, got set up with a mentor and I'm going to have some events, but mostly it's going to look great on my resume because, you know, I learned, um, this term, I'm really into leadership stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. I'm a natural negotiator. Oh, um, which was surprising to me because there was a very uncomfortable conversation being had amongst a group that I was a part of. And I was really annoyed, but apparently I did great. (laughs) I got a lot of compliments for how well I um, facilitated. Nice. So apparently I have a skill in that. should put that on my LinkedIn. (laughs) Did you know what I put on the LinkedIn? So I like apparently hadn't taken my previous job off of there. And my, one of my old uh, coworkers had told me about it. She was like, oh, I just saw that it was still there. I was like, oh, I need to change that. And I have my current job on there, but I was just like, what? throw something out there and I just wrote I don't know if I wrote founder or co-founder I might have wrote co-founder of LW10 or LW10s that's all just LW10 yeah conversations I put um one of my side businesses on there this week nice the teal door um owner Owner, owner and operator. Oh, wait, no. I put owner and creative entrepreneur. Nice. Because that's got mm, some finesse. Because I had to take a training on how to rock my LinkedIn profile. And that's I got cool. full credit on the assignment. And people nice. are noticing my profile. Um. What have been some um, tens from your week? Do you have anything specific to share? Um, dancing yesterday was a big 10. Um, being able to catch up with my buddy was a 10. Um, yeah. It's been a bit. And um, this morning was a 10, driving across that bridge. I... <laughs> I feel like it was a um, a 10 that lasted into, like, it lasted for a bit. Like, it 
the momentum of the 10 um, gave me kind of some insight in realizing that like don't stop like just because you're feeling like shit uh last oh especially when you feel like shit yeah that's when Um, you should try and dance a little because it makes you feel so much better gives you a little endorphin rush i i went to beautiful island last weekend on a like a sur like a surprise adventure um and it was really hard to hold the tens like they were there in the moments that I saw like good stuff but it was a little fleeting because of the sickness but yeah definitely trying like I'm putting myself out there to like get out of this fucking rut that (laughs) feels like shit sometimes you know yeah what about you did you have any tents um yeah I had a small list of tents um one of them being that I got a job I applied for a job and then I got the job it's very part-time it's not a career move but maybe it is there is the potential for that but most it's um, an excuse for me to get out of the house and have a routine that is not just me being at home uh, which I do stay extremely busy at home Um, however it will be good for me to get back out of the house Um, what else I got my oil changed and I just like spontaneously got my oil changed and it's been something that's been bogging my mind down and my mood and every time I get in my car there's this dread because I've been neglecting poor Ruth and I dropped Tamina off at work and I was driving home and I was like you know what there's a jiffy lube right there and I went and I got the things done I got my air filter replaced I got a light that was out replaced I did not get synthetic oil because I cannot afford that shit but my car is so happy and now I don't have to super dread every time I get in my car feeling like an asshole because I've been neglecting it but um, my biggest tens of this week were 100% skiing last weekend um We went up and it was a bluebird day, which means blue skies and snow. Man, you get to wear your strong sunglasses and it's still bright. It's it's wonderful. I'm really light sensitive. So skiing has been interesting, but I, Cooper got me goggles that um, like the lenses you can replace. So I've got three sets depending on the light conditions. Do you wear Um, contacts? I do. I did wear my glasses once and I um, am ashamed to admit that a couple of trips to the mountain ago, I, my glasses were super fogged up and this whole mountainside was like straight ice. And I took my skis off and I walked down the mountain because I thought I might die. 
but I also was not graceful about it. Let's mm. be real. Yeah. But back to my tin. I don't know what's happening, but my body is figuring this shit out. Figuring it out. And so on our last run, Cooper, he finally did the glades. He's been like practicing all season to get in shape because it's avalanche country. So you have to be like in shape on your game, ready to outrun snow if you kick something loose. And so on our last run, we um, separated ways and then we were going to meet at the bottom to get at the the lift. And we did meet at the bottom and our timing was fantastic. And I had the best music going on in my ears and I was linking turns. And earlier in the day, Cooper took a huge tumble because he was so surprised by how well I was skiing (laughs) that he, (laughs) he crossed his tips on his skis and he took a tumble. Uh, but I just, it feels really good. I've never, um, done a sport. I've always been so, uh, insecure about using my body in front of people. Um, I've never like learned how to do a sport and, um, this has been a very ungraceful process, but it's super rewarding. So when I have a good day and I'm linking freaking turns and Cooper and I can like split up and he knows I'm not going to like totally like lose (laughs) my shit or get lost. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a rough week, like emotionally, but it's also been, I've had some really good experiences tossed in there. That's good. It's been great. So today, um, I threw out the idea of the topic for this episode of figuring yourself out or finding yourself. And, um, I think that a lot of people that are going to listen to this episode, not this episode, this podcast are probably like either in it or they're on it, or maybe they're like right there in the thought. Yeah. They're like, "Eh, eh, something's just not enough. (laughs) Exactly. And so I think it'd be good to kind of share our experiences. And so I was hoping you can, go first on what that looks like for you Absolutely. on like how you found you yes I would be happy to um do we real quickly want to explain what tens are tens to me is the transmutation of feelings into numbers um that's to me but a lot of people are like what the fuck does that mean what the fuck does that mean sam it means that i like to use numbers to tell people how i'm feeling and the 10 is the top feeling it's best feeling and so it's just the 10 is the feelings that I can't articulate, but they're usually the best ones. 
Yeah. In my opinion. I think that's uh, pretty right on. It's a, a rating scale for, for life, how you're feeling in any given moment or in, a, in an experience, but yeah. How you're feeling, it helps you avoid the obligatory, how are you, when you actually just want to say, I'm shit. <laughs> it avoids that whole question. It so, doesn't sometimes, though, like, if people don't understand the number scale or well, they can't feel the numbers. Yes. It's not a universal scale yet. Also, it's kind of like when my therapist one time said, um, how are you feeling? And I was like, that's a really hard question because I don't know how to name my emotions. <laughs> Which has been Truth. part of the journey to finding uh, myself. Um, you know, um, I was thinking about this today and the journey to finding myself has been an interesting one. And little, little baby Amy would be pretty dang impressed because I was a child and Sam, you grew up with me. So you know this, I was afraid of everything for so long. And I lived my life until I was about 25, doing the things that I thought that were expected of me um, while still rebelling against what my mom wanted, of course, because that was part of the process for me. Um, but I was just busy trying to be a person that I thought someone wanted me to be. Um, and then I met my best friend, Liz, when I was 22. And so at 25, I'm going to fast forward at 25, maybe 26. I can't remember because I'm getting old. <laughs> Mid-20s, I left uh, my marriage. A couple years before that happened, I thought I was happy, um, which is what I think a lot of people feel until sometimes they meet someone, like when I met Liz, and all of a sudden, it's like I was learning how to see the world in such a different way. I had such a small lens before and and being in a friendship with Elizabeth meant like meeting all of these people who were from all of these different walks of life and different professions and she just had friends everywhere you went and it was I just I had such a small world view having grown up in little Idaho <laughs> and uh very, very white, very straight, very uh, Republican, just like normal blue collar Idaho. And then meeting Elizabeth, who is just like <laughs> all things extra. <laughs> and she uh, taught me how to like see the world differently. Um, I like to say that she taught me how to see the world in color and 
from there, I slowly started learning um, who I was and things that I liked because I started spending time with friends. I didn't really have friends up until that point. Um, and then um, because making friends when you're an adult is always awkward. I'm just going to throw that out there. When it's, you move out of your hometown. Yeah. Like when you're an adult and you have to make friends, like, how do you say, like, would you like to be my friend? Hmm. Um, you know who did that? Well, Elizabeth, she was the boss about doing that. First time I ever met her, she was like, we're exchanging phone numbers. We're going to be friends. And um, so fast forward to mid twenties and I had, you know, been learning that I like to dance and that I have friends and, you know, meeting new people and I don't know. I just changed. I was also going to school during this time and school was something that opened up my eyes to what I was capable of in a way that most things hadn't been able to because I spent so much of my life feeling inadequate and school was one of those things where I was, I was good at it and I was, I felt smart and I had felt very small for a really long time. And so between going to school and kind of, I don't know, figuring out that I have a, a, a good noggin, got a, <laughs> there's some stuff going on up there. And um, I don't know, life, life changes, my perspective changed and I, um, I outgrew my relationship you know, nothing specific happened, but I ended up getting a divorce, which kind of threw me into <laughs> living on my own mid twenties and a whirlwind of so many drunken, fantastic memories <laughs> that I, I got pulled over from dancing in the back of a U-Haul in traffic and asked by a police officer if I was being held against my will. Welcome to an average Friday with Elizabeth. <laughs> Pick out in the park. You know, sometimes you got to have a dance party in the back of a U-Haul. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes you have to build a snowman with boobs in the middle of a roundabout and then someone runs it over. Wow. Other times you have a dance party in that same roundabout. Because sometimes you live in a corner house that has a roundabout <laughs> right there on the corner. Where, oh, okay. I'm like, where are you talking about? The Montgombo house. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Because people kept getting in car accidents right there because there had been a light and people wouldn't, Spokane hates stop signs. Yeah, and I've noticed. Um, man, I dislike it. I dislike it. Um, Anyway, I just, I spent a long, you know, I, I got to spend some time during that period um, really just in a lot of ways hitting rock bottom and being sad and lost in a way that I had never been because I'd been sort of making up this version of myself for so long and um but I knew enough about who I was and I was in a safe place 
um, and a safe place to do the kind of growth and figuring out of who I was to kind of <laughs> make any sort of progress because I lived with Liz who would make sure that even if I fell asleep sitting up all the time, she'd make sure I got to bed. I don't know. She made sure I was taken care of, even though I was falling apart. Um, and then I, during this time, I started going to therapy, which has been a huge part of finding who I am, right? Part of it was finding friends and finding chosen family. Um, you know, Liz started out as my friend and I built a family with her. Um, all of the people that are part of my life now, practically, I know because I met Liz and having chosen family when you move away from your hometown is everything. And I'm sure that's something that you'll touch on when you are sharing. Um, but having chosen family and having a therapist and having the space and the support to kind of get to the bottom of all of this shit that I had just boxed up and compartmentalized for so many years because I didn't know what to do with it. And I didn't know, I don't, I, I, I didn't know how to name what I was feeling when I was in my mid twenties. I will never forget being flabbergasted when Lori asked me to put a name on what I was feeling. And I was like, I don't know. I feel it here. <laughs> and, and now I, I can like recognize my emotions and I can tell you what my number is. And it's not something that I just make up. I actually can like assess myself, like where I'm at because I'm so much more um, self-aware. It's part of the process though, figuring <clears throat> out who you are is waking up in so many ways. Did uh, they read you the answers to the questions that your references had wrote for your interview? No. Mm. They said... So that I, I was, that everyone said I was very employable. <laughs> I wrote one that I was like, oh, is that a little too much? It was the weakness one. It was like write out three like weaknesses or like oh. needs improvement. And I'm like, I wrote that. I was like, Amy's very like self-aware. So if there is a change in the environment that needs to be had, she will like assess it and then, you know, analyze it and then make the change that's needed. So it was like, I can't, what? Like, I couldn't think of anything. I made Tara read it before I sent it. Cause I was like, is this like rude? Like, cause I'm not writing three weaknesses. I was like, I can't think of these things. Like. That's so a, it's like that's a very big compliment. Thank you. <laughs> and but then it says at the bottom that like they get read like word for word. And I was like, all right. <laughs> She'll understand. I mean, like, <laughs> if, if, I don't think I will have access to what people said about me. Oh. But um <laughs> maybe I will. They were like, 
uh, collect some references, as many as you like. And I was like, challenge accepted. And I think I got like nine people. (laughs) 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 Nine people who like me. So yeah, yeah. I got that. I got that minimum wage part-time 16 hours per week job, but you know what? It's a foot in the door um, and it could mean some awesome things for my, um, my future. But for now, I really appreciate that it's low pressure. Yeah. I do have to say after, I guess I, I'd have to say having a job that is low stress is the best thing ever and they should I don't know teach that more in high school when they're in college when you're like looking for employment because stress can fucking kill you yeah it will but um sometimes you don't know enough about uh who you are to even know that that you're feeling stressed out you just think that's normal Mm -hmm. you realize that yeah i do a lot of people just think that that's how you're supposed to feel that's what this podcast is about y'all it's like (laughs) you don't have to feel that way (laughs) it doesn't have to be like that there are other options there can be another way does your family suck make a new one yeah (laughs) Do your friends suck? Meet some new ones. There's so much. There's so much possibility in the world. You just have to figure it out. Yeah. And, you know, um, I will say I am not going to keep talking about how I found myself um, because at the end of the day, it's not um, a journey that ever ends. Every single day, I learn a little bit more about who I am. And I will, one more thing I will add, actually. Um, The most fundamental thing I have done to date to figure out who the fuck I am is giving up alcohol. Um, And it has surprised me. It has surprised my, my people, my chosen family, my my bio family, um, my personality is just so much different than I thought it was. I'm still like, I still have a sense of humor, but I'm not like a just balls out goof all the time. Like that was just the vodka (laughs) straight up. (laughs) I'm a fun drunk, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I have no self-control. Um, and giving up alcohol, man, it's been nuts. It's like, I have gotten my creativity back. I have figured out that I like spending time alone. I am so like the, the dynamic in my relationship with Cooper is a complete 180 because giving up alcohol has helped me see myself. Um, just like my drinking habits made me hate myself um, in a lot of ways. And when I gave up alcohol, I got to see myself through a different lens. And it's been one of the most 
difficult and challenging, but by far like the most rewarding um, challenge I have ever accepted for myself. And uh, I don't think that I'll be going back to that drinking life. I found a journal um, the other day that was talking about how I just wanted to find a happy medium. I didn't ever want to like give up alcohol and I was just reading through all of it. And I was like, cool. Like, I think I was supposed to read this, but I got rid of it because it's just not, it's, it feels like such a distant past version of myself. It's, um, it's strange, but you know, when you, uh, drink really heavily, it, it changes your, your brain and makes you insecure and all sorts of crappy things. And so I have uh, done a whole lot of figuring out who I am in the last year and a half ish since I gave up alcohol. Anyway, on to you, Sam. How did you meet Sam? Uh, I think that when I would have to say how shit I want I guess I am like caught up I think that I was always Sam and when I was younger like childhood trauma which I hate that word childhood emotional lacerations fucking gaping wounds um put sam into a box and i don't think i ever really knew how to fit in and so what happened is that i created a very big ego that was my protection it was a solid barrier of you can't penetrate this i'm fine like those words i'm fine you know like i think that um not having proper access to um mental health specialists after traumatic like experiences had further put Sam back into like run it up public health Amy is very much enjoying (laughs) you making this plug because holy shit this is actually a huge problem the lack of access to mental health it is it's a fucking cycle and I just want to say that I am the first out of let's say you know the immediates of the fam to break it and i'm not saying that they don't have the chance but they're the ones that like are still living in the circle so what happened was i ended up leaving small town bumfuck idaho with this huge ego that was built off of small town vibes you know and i moved to the city and that they don't give a fuck yeah they don't give a shit same (laughs) thing happened to 
happened to me when I moved over there. I was like, I'm so cool. And then I got over there and people were like, you are nothing. And I was like, you're fucking poor now. That's what it is. (laughs) Yeah, you have nothing. You are nothing. We're not impressed. Yeah. But what it also did is opened up a whole different world. It also opened up a world to addiction and the same trajectory that I was living in Idaho, but with different surroundings. And it wasn't until, you know, the abuse of alcohol led to so much catastrophe that, you know, the definition of insanity is like expecting change after like not you know doing it (laughs) so uh you fast forward of 10 years of just abuse to your body to you know at any moment I could have went back to like Idaho to where you know I would have been taken care of by my family but that was still not helping me because they would put me into a box because they didn't understand who I was And so finally getting the help, it took terrible fucking circumstances. It took pain, rock bottom, like pain to others. Like, you know, you're living in this world and you're doing the thing. And then when you meet other people and you interact with worlds and if you don't access your problems, if you don't find out who you are, you can fuck up other people's worlds too. And I did that to people. I did it to a lot of people and boom, went to therapy. Boom. Talked like psych doctor. Like I am, was undiagnosed ADHD. I knew when I was a kid, but mental health, they didn't want to talk about it. I was fine. Just get a planner. Just get a planner. Um, and then just that I, easy. When I was 19 and I like had a job that where it was affecting my work, my brain was affecting how I work. And I did the testing. And then my insurance is like, Mm-mm. no, it's not important. You know, you don't need that. And then in Oregon, the healthcare, the professionals, the people that like want to help the people, like actually help me. And then what it came down to is that like I have to do the work. <laughs> you have to do the work. Oh, and, there's no prescription that's gonna fix everything. And the thing is, is that like yeah. there I knew for a very long time the path that I was on. And I had journals too, and I knew it was drinking and I wrote it. Me too. But I didn't want to do the work. No, because drinking's fun. And at least you thought I thought it was. <laughs> I haven't like talked about my, you know, choosing not to drink. Like I don't, I haven't like come out and just been like, you know, big explosion, but it's because it's a whole like drinking was a solution 
to so many different problems like and so having to accept all of that and understand you know often have those uncomfortable conversations with yourself because it's like you gotta what the fuck do you want and like all right identify what you want like how do you want to fucking feel like and then how are you gonna get there you know and if you don't want to do anything to get there then like you're just gonna sit and you're just gonna spiral and Mm -hmm. I finally had to do it and start recognizing because our subconscious just kind of fucking does shit that we don't even really think about until you actually have to think about it and Mm -hmm. why do I project all the time oh it's because I have my own shit that I haven't called my friends to vent about in a while so now I'm projecting it onto whoever just because I haven't worked my shit out and so I had those uncomfortable conversations with myself and I learned how to identify my emotions and I have learned how my brain works and how I can't be categorized into normalcy because sometimes I'm really fucking sensitive to shit sounds if you come at me when I'm not ready like they can pop me off but like Mm -hmm. you know I know that now I didn't know that back then and so I don't know. I think that the level of self-awareness definitely heightened. And I think that it's a never-ending journey of finding you because I think we're ever evolving. It's just Mm -hmm. like, if you want to do it, you know? Well, life keeps throwing you lemons. And so like your ass hattery is going to, you're a human, right? So like our internal turd bird is like always there and we have to make the conscious decision to check that turd bird because it's always easier to be the turd bird. You remember turdy? Turdy? (laughs) The cat. That's what I was thinking. Turdy the cat that you had with, with, yep 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 gotcha i just as soon as you said turd bird that's what i thought about it was the cat and i didn't think it i just love that phrase i can't help it also dill hole dill hole is dill hole oh i like dill dozers i like dill oh dill dozers well that feels dirty kind of but i like it um but i just got off my soapbox and let you know that that's how i on myself and I just did the work and realized that there is work that had to be done and I really hope that if anybody that's listening that like just questions if they need some work like listen to yourself and like just do it like because there's always voices in your head and the negativity sometimes is so much powerful than the positivity, but you can always flip it around. And like one day, the negative ones are so much more quieter than the positive ones. And so you don't have to think about that, you know, like it. That's the thing, right? If you start doing the work, 
eventually you come up with this whole fucking toolbox that you have at your disposal so that when shit hits the fan and you have a dumpster fire behind you that is your life in the backdrop you know what to do Mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't like completely like break you or throw you straight back to well i guess i'm gonna buy a another bottle of vodka (laughs) that's what i did that was my solution for most things Mm. yeah but having a toolbox man like having the ability to be self-aware and recognize when you're doing things like projecting right Mm -hmm. recognizing um recognizing when like um when your mood is off because of weird things like um for me like learning when I needed to have time to myself Mm -hmm. it took me a long time to figure out that that's what I needed yeah me too and sorry I heard something um it's been really windy today so it's like been scaring me because I haven't like we haven't had wind in a while so like the leaves blow and I'm just like because I'm alone it's weird anyway sorry I feel like also being able to communicate your needs is just another like the recognizing and doing but then also having to communicate it if you're like have a family you know or if you're like in a work setting um and when you need that time like I know that if I'm like working with somebody in a very tight area for a bit that where we don't have a good flow as soon as the project's done I gotta like go take a drive like I need to like go get lunch I gotta go to the fucking gas station I gotta get out put my headphones on and just come back because winds you up and then yeah. you know and I don't want to I don't want that you know I don't want to have those negative that negative energy build inside me oh I don't know having um the ability to recognize things like in the moment when they're happening is a big um a big step toward figuring out who you are because it takes being able to recognize things like that when they're happening and and asking yourself questions like why am i doing this yeah it you know when you're when it gets embedded in your subconscious it's hard to break do you like think about all the songs in the 90s that you can put on your car right now and sing every word to but if I ask you like to you know sing it you couldn't do it but as that song comes on and then it's like boom you know like that's how a lot of shit works for us and it's just like the habits that we have kind of are ingrained and it's really easy to fall back into the old habits because it's just comfortable you know yeah it is it's it's important to have um man chosen family i'm telling you it's important to have 
people that you can talk to when the going gets rough, you know, because sometimes you're just surrounded by other toxic people. I think that's a lot of it. Most of the time, this pattern is associated with people's family. Yeah. It's family patterns that do this shit. And then it takes one person to break off like you and break that pattern mm-hmm. to break that cycle. I'm writing a policy analysis on adverse childhood experiences right now. And, you know, the, the level of impact that um, that can have on an adult's life is pretty wild. Yeah, it is. And, and it's so cyclical. It's, I don't know. I feel like, I think things are changing though generationally. And I think people are becoming more self-aware. And I think so. Like it's not a one way, way of life anymore. So do you have a Flex Friday? Which if- is a intention of the week yes is that correct okay yes right. it's All like right. stating it's like naming your intention we record on fridays so that i can make um alliterations because i love rhyming the same like um letter of words over and over like peter piper picked a peck of pickled peppers you should listen to some like beats sometime and just like i don't know do your alliterations with some sound mm, like slam poetry no that's what? nothing like slam poetry no no, no 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 you just like find the sound and then the words yeah i we will talk off of zoom about this but i think it will be fabulous for you it will just be later i will i am interested um um my flex friday that's a good one. Um, my Flex Friday is, that's, you know, I'm in the middle of um, like finals and I'm having a hell of a time focusing because I want to do everything like pour resin and build businesses and make web pages for our podcast and take pictures of my plants because it's sunny. And um, what I need to do is finish my policy analysis. So um, I think my intention for this week is going to be working a little bit on my, my time management so that I can finish up my policy paper and my finals and um, go do some t-shirt skiing on Sunday because it's supposed to be warm. Nice. How about nice. you? Um, you know, I need to clear some energy, some like stagnant energy that's been building my body. And so my intention is to go out into the wilderness somewhere and rock hound or you know 
take a hike or something but get um just release some energy that needs to flow and kind of rejuvenate with nature and so to get fresh for next week i think that sounds like an excellent plan because you have had a wild couple of weeks and have felt like garbage and yeah so i'm gonna go leave that garbage feeling not actual garbage it is service road saturdays tomorrow which i am going to talk about that when we go out on saturdays out into the woods seeing garbage we pick it up because it's a fucking service and you shouldn't leave your trash out there just saying i I also would like to talk to idaho and their adopt a highway program because i ski in idaho and their adopt a highway program around the Coeur d'Alene area and post falls is um not working oh there's garbage everywhere it makes me sad well yeah stop littering people Gross. stop littering how hard is it you go yeah. to the gas station you get out you throw your shit in the garbage you get home you throw your shit in the garbage mm-hmm. i just try and make a habit of it i don't leave garbage in my car period like if you don't want it in your car why the fuck do you think the forest or the side of the road that is living is gonna want your fucking garbage i'm just it's saying. It, it's a level of respect that people don't have for the earth and what it does for them yeah (sighs) anyway Um, number what's my number i'm not at a 10 but um i it's hard to talk that much about liz (laughs) so i'd say i'm like a nine well are you really though Maybe an eight and a half. I'm not super like, I'm not terrible, but I'm also. I think this is good. And I think that, I don't know, I would send it. Full fucking send. Full fucking send, man. And (laughs) speaking of send, if people want to send in their stories, where would they send them to? Oh my God, Sam, listen, let me have a little plug because I have been getting our shit set up. Do we have a Patreon? Mm. Yeah, we have a Patreon. We spell our podcast weird. The word intention, we replace the word T-E-N-10 with the numbers, intention, okay? So our email, if you want to share your stories, is stories at livingwithin tensions t-i-o-n-s dot com our website is living with intentions dot com just like you know our domain name for our website or for our email and you can find us on patreon if you're like hey these gals seem like they're putting in the work because let me tell you this stuff takes time so if you like what you're hearing and you want to share some of your cash and support us that'd be awesome soon we're gonna have some merch we're i'm working on that (laughs) working on merch but um you can also send us voice messages i put the link for that on our our website as well so it's in the contact section um 
on our website, livingwithintentions.com. Um, uh, my mom left can, us a voice yeah, message. I was like, can, can you hear it? Um, it? I could probably, do you want me to play it? Yeah, right, right now. now. Yep, we're okay. doing it. It's going to be Donalyn. Oh, shit. Did we get? We can say her name. Um, Mama B wants to be on the show. And, nice. Um, yeah. I Where's actually she think she'd be, a, I don't know, just like too far away. Um, episodes. I don't know where to find my messages. So, okay. Well, maybe next time. Or we can put it on Patreon. Hey, you know what I'll do? We can attach it at the end of this episode. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, great. This is it. I think this, I'm out of 10. I'm feeling good about this. I'm feeling great about this podcast. And um, I look forward to hearing people's stories or their 10s. That's all I have to say. Share your 10s. Yeah, share share your 10s. If you've got like a little moment or an experience or something that brought you sheer joy. We want to hear about it. Yeah. And I would love voice messages. I'm I'm signing out. All right. Peace out. Hey, girls. This is Mama B. And I cannot wait to see you two little fuckers get out there and do this. This is amazing shit. Very, very, very excited. I want to look for an episode, but there isn't one yet. So let's get this shit done. Jacked, jacked, jacked. Love you, girls.